This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! This is a Fantasy Fast Track podcast presented by MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Brad, the big noise, Evans here, joined by Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston. Right there in your neck of the woods, baby. I know what you're going to be doing. You're going to get some cold ones, uh, probably a hazy IPA. You're going to find your favorite Sasquatch up there in the woods in the great northwest. You're going to sit on a log, and you're going to watch your beloveds, the Seattle Seahawks, take on the Arizona Cardinals in a monumental rematch of a game that uh, was like a pinball affair back in week number seven with a 37-34 finish. So, Brandon, trying to speak as objectively as you can. I already know what you're going to do here because I know you, and I know you're all about the reverse psychology card, but Seattle's laying three. The total's 57-and-a-half. Give me a pick on the side and give me a game score prediction, amigo. Uh, I'm going to go 29-29 tie uh, with a half point over. Uh, <laughs> there you go. So Arizona covers. Um, hey, we've seen ties from these teams not too long ago. and they just well, What are the odds on a tie? Like 100,000 to one? I mean, come on now. Um, okay. Arizona takes this one uh, 29-28. to 29-28 Arizona. I like the Arizona call myself. Now, I know the reason you're doing this. I don't know if you truly believe that because uh, I think deep down, you know, obviously you want your Seattle Seahawks to win. They're probably the better team when they can fire on all cylinders. We'll see about Tyler Lockett if he's able to go because he's got a knee sprain of un- unknown severity. And we'll see about Chris Carson as well, though he get a limited uh, session in practice on Tuesday. But I like the Arizona call. I'm going to say, oh, God, I do like the over, but barely. 33-30, to 30, Arizona. So yeah. uh, I'll take them on the money line, and I'm going to take the over on the 57 and a half. So we, we're both taking the Cardinals, but Brandon really doesn't believe that. So, you know, he's selling you a bill of goods. And uh, you are what, under? Yeah, I believe you are under, uh, if the math is correct. Uh, I will take the over, over if Tyler Lockett and Chris Carson both play. But uh, that's, we'll, we'll see about that. By the way, Seattle, the currently the most injured team in the league, mm. more so than even San Francisco. Yeah, well, I think uh, the Bears are the most inept team in the league. So <laughs> uh, they've got injured brains, uh, including the entire coaching staff. Look, if you want to get in on Thursday night football between the Arizona Cardinals and Seattle Seahawks, uh, you want to get some player propage. Uh, go to monkeynightfight.com right now and use that promo code FTN. And if you're a new user, you sign up with that FTN promo code, you get a free $5 game on the house. It is just more or less over or under on all of your favorite players. DeAndre Hopkins, Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf. We're going to get to some of those here in a minute. So if you want to go more or less over or under on yards, receptions, fantasy points, touchdowns, whatever. They got it there at monkeynightfight.com. Again, use that promo code FTN to get a free $5 game on the house. With that, let's get to today's Fantasy Five. Number five. All right, let's start things off with DK Metcalf. Uh, You know, the most spectacular play, the splashiest play he made in the first match between these two teams. Chasing down, uh, what was it, Byron Murphy? No, it's Buda Baker. Buda Baker, that's right, in the open field. Uh, like haunting my nightmares. You know, just DK Metcalf, you know, you're running as fast as you possibly can, and he's he's like, Oh my god, he's over my shoulder. He's gonna get me. He's gonna get me. He's gonna get me. And he caught him. And it was a you know touchdown saving play that worked out in the end 
for Seattle uh, on that specific drive. Didn't do much in that game against Patrick Peterson, Funston, as he just had a couple of catches uh, for 23 yards, no touchdowns. 84.5 is a number here, and a lot of this is going to be contingent on whether or not Tyler Lockett's going to suit up, to be honest. I am, though, going to take the under here. I think it's a little bit of an aggressive number. Uh, you know, Patrick Peterson has been sensational in coverage this season, though he is several years the senior of DK Metcalf. Uh, you look at what he has given up so far this year, you know, right around an 80 passer rating to his assignments and under one yards per snap. DK Metcalf's been under this number a couple of times, but... Yeah, I, I, if Lockett can go, I think it's going to be more of a Lockett game. Could be more David Moore. Could be more of the tight ends. So DK for me, just outside the wide receiver one class. I'm going to wide receiver 15 this week. And again, something like you know five for 70 possible touchdown feels right to me. So I'm comfortably under the 84 and a half yards mark here. Fade or follow. Yeah, bizarre year for DK. You know, seven games over 90 yards, two games under 30 yards, including last week, and you know a lot of a lot of heat. In, in the Seattle area going uh, to the Seattle team and to Pete Carroll for how do you only target him four times, even against Jalen Ramsey should always throw to him more often. They only threw to him five times against Arizona as well. That was uh, his second lowest target game. And I think you're right. 84 and a half is rich. I don't think he's going to end up with 23 yards like he had last week. Cause I do think they will try to get him the ball a little bit more this time around. I think he gets six, seven, eight targets. I think he gets probably 60 yards. I think he has a chance to score a touchdown. I'm not going to say completely, you know, put him down in the back end wide receiver receiver two, early wide receiver three range. But I don't think it's a big yardage game overall. 84 and a half, too rich for me as well. I'm under. All right, let's do an impromptu game ahead ahead. You tell me you'd rather have this week. Uh, DK Metcalf or Justin Jefferson drawing Dallas? Uh, I'm going to. Lean just barely, DK Metcalf. Right uh, I got Justin Jefferson by a couple of spots higher. Love him. I think it's going to be another hundred plus. I think he's going to find the end zone as well. What about DK Metcalf or your boy Chase Claypool? <laughs> I have. It's funny. I'm just looking at my rankings right now. I go DK Metcalf, Justin Jefferson, Chase Claypool in that order. Oh wow! I got uh, Chase Claypool one spot ahead of DK Metcalf. Last one. Uh, we actually got this on our SiriusXM radio show. Uh, you can listen to it 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern uh, on the Fantasy Sports Channel, Channel 88. Adam Thielen or DK Metcalf? Oh, the other half. Adam Thielen, eight touchdowns and 11 red zone targets. Unbelievable. And, uh, you know, there's a, always just great up, uh, TD upside for him. It's also good yardage upside this week with the Dallas Cowboys. So I'm going to take Thielen. Well, yeah, it's a sweep for the Minnesota Vikings for me as well. I'm going to take Thielen and Jefferson over DK Metcalf. Number four. Ah, uh, Numero Quattro here. What about Kenyon Drake? 50.5 rush yards is a line here. It's a good one because the volume is going to be there. You know, he's consistently getting 15 to 20 attempts per game. Arizona getting a little bit better push on that offensive line here uh, the last few weeks. But you look at the Seattle Seahawks south of four yards per carry allowed uh, to the running back position this season. You know, right around 60 rush yards per game allowed. And there have not been a, a ton of guys have gone over this. You know, Ty Gurley went over it week one. Dalvin Cook uh, barely got over it. 17 carries for 65 yards. Alexander Madison had a huge game that night. 20 for 112. Remember, that was a Cook injury uh, with the groin. Uh, Chase Edmonds did go over this uh, total, but Kenny Drake just 14 for 34 in the first matchup. Uh, so that that's it. I'm going to go under here. I, I think it's going to be another struggle in the trenches trying to move the chains. Uh, I'm all about Kyler Murray. 
I'm all about the Docks in the Desert just running amok, running wild with reckless abandon. God, he's so much fun to watch. I'm pounding the over on everything Kyler Murray. I think it's like 57 and a half rush yards. I've seen the props on that over, over, and over again. But for the sake of Kenny Drake, I'm taking the under here, and I don't think he finds the end zone either. Fade or follow my under, Kenny Drake, 50.5 rush yards. Yeah, I, you know, I'm going to fade all my – I'm going to under all my Seahawks and over all my Cardinals here. Um, <laughs> I am going to actually fade you here. It's uh, – right. in. And I don't think – I mean, I honestly don't think he'll get more than like 55, 58 rushing yards. But I think he just gets – the volume gets him just over this number. But I think it's going to be very close. So give me the slight over and the fade here. All right, head-to-head, Kenyon Drake or Jonathan Taylor? They're going to roll the dice on one of those Colts running backs. A great matchup. It's Green Bay. Yeah, I'll roll the dice on one of those Colts running backs. His name's Naheem Hines. Um, <laughs> God, can I trust that Jonathan Taylor – I think I'm going to go Kenyon Drake here. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's going to see the Green Bay Packers uniforms. He's got to wax nostalgic about uh, Wisconsin, tie it to the University of Wisconsin. I know this is like a crazy conspiracy theory way of getting about it, but I'm going to take Jonathan Taylor. I I think he's going to rebound in some way. Has to. If he can't do it this week, all hope is lost. So give me him over Kenny Drake. Uh, What about Kenny Drake or Gio Bernard, assuming Joe Mixon is out, Gio getting the fighting footballs? Yeah, and you know, Gio is a full, fully featured guy when he when he's replacing Joe Mixon. He is the receiving back. He is the rushing back. Uh, Kenyon Drake is not really the receiving back. It's Chase Edmonds's job, and plus, Edmonds chipping a little bit into his carry load a little bit now too. So I will take Gio Bernard. Uh, I'm going to take Gio Bernard there. Last one, and I can't believe I'm saying this: Kenyon Drake or Kalen Balage against the Jets. Mm, I'm sorry, man. I, I know it. And you're probably going to take Kalen Balazs, but I'm just going to go Kenyon Drake here. I want I want the guy in a game that, you know, is likely to hit 60 points total. I'll just uh, I'll take the upside with that and go with Kenyon Drake. I am going to need a shower after this, but I am going Kalen Balazs. Oh, I feel <laughs> filthy. So filthy. Number three. All right, let's move on here and work at little Christian Kirk. The line is 48 and a half of receiving yards. I'm taking the over. I, I know he went uh, five for 37. Uh, did find the end zone twice in the first match. But again, Seattle is on a historic pace to give up 5,286 yards. That is a pace that will outdistance the most futile or the friendliest secondary in NFL history. That was a 2011 Green Bay Packers. Uh, they're up, uh, Right now, again, on pace to outdistance them by 856 passing yards. So they're giving up the most fantasy points of wide receivers, the most air yards of wide receivers. Probably going to get some Lyndon Stevens if they can't get healthy in the secondary guy. that's only played 11 snaps this year. I think Christian Kirk, even though he was well south of this total in the first matchup, is well north of it here in the rematch. So fade or follow my over 48 and a half receiving yards for Mr. Kirk. Yeah, you know I'm going over. I think he and but not not hugely over. Uh, maybe more like like a Kenyon Drake where it's like 55 to 58 yards, but I think he does get over. Yeah, Seattle's banged up in the secondary. Talked about this team being the most injured team in the league. A lot of that's basically on the back end of that defense. So, that should spell good things for Christian Kirk. I think he gets in the 50 yards and probably gets a touchdown. All right, let's do head ahead with him, Christian Kirk or Devonte Parker this week going against the Denver My Little Ponies. I got Devontae Parker higher. Uh, Christian Kirk for me. What about Christian Kirk or Deontay Johnson off his first career 100-yard game against Jacksonville? I do not have Christian Kirk in my top 20. I have all three Pittsburgh Steelers in my top 20. I have Kirk at 12, bro. Uh, Last one, Christian Kirk or T. Higgins? T. Higgins for me. Uh, It's Christian Kirk. Sweep, 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 sweep. Love him. 70 yards and a touchdown. That's what I'm banking on. 
number two. All right, let's uh, move on to Russell Wilson. Two and a half passing touchdowns. Mr. Unlimited, Brandon. Uh, if you kind of shop around some of the sports books, you can get this at plus odds. You know what? I'm going to take the over here. With or without Tyler Lockett, I think Russell Wilson is bitter. He is not happy, and he is going to take out his angst from last week on this secondary of Arizona, which has been pretty damn good this season for the most part. Um, you know, giving up right around seven pass yards per attempt. But I, I just got a feeling this is going to be a hat trick of touchdowns for Russell, whether it's uh, to Lockett, who's banged up, or even if he's not available, maybe D.K. Metcalf gets involved. Maybe it's a couple of the tight ends. Maybe D.J. Dallas catches the ball out of the backfield or Carlos Hyde, or it's David Moore, who I do really like. Could be a sneaky good play this week. But I'm taking the over on Russell. Uh, two and a half passing touchdowns. Do you agree? Uh, I will say two. I say he gets two, two touchdowns. They get a rushing touchdown, a couple field goals. Um, if Tyler Lockett plays, I, I like his chances better of getting over. Hell, I mean Tyler Lockett had three touchdowns on his own last time these guys faced. So, but uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna play this one a little bit, uh, temper my enthusiasm here. The MVP buzzometer has dropped Ooh, all the way back yeah. down to zero for Russell Wilson. So I'm I'm with you that he is going to be intent on regaining some of that, but uh, I'll say he just gets it to two on this game. Yeah, Brad. Yeah, Brandon. Yeah, Seattle. Yeah, I'm going to get that. Yeah, I got it. Three touchdowns. R-Dubs, peace. Number one. All right. Uh, last, and certainly not least, DeAndre Hopkins, the hero of the miracle in the desert last week. High pointing. Uh, and I, I saw the Jumpman, because he was wearing Jumpman gloves. They netted something like $3.6 million in free advertising for the viral uh, photo of him wow. high pointing that ball. So well done, Michael Jordan. I know you're down and out and really hurting right now. So, um, you know, I'm glad you can get uh, some <laughs> extra cash in your pocket. 89 and a half receiving yards is a line here. And I'm crushing the over on this. He went for over 100 in the first matchup. And, you know, again, a player that's consistently getting over this total on the season. In, in Seattle, all they do is give up chunk gains uh, through the air. And you look at the wide receivers. Uh, that have done this this season. Uh, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine guys have gone for a hundred plus yards against this completely inept defense of Seattle. I, I don't care if you get Quentin Dunbar back. I don't care if Shaq Griffin's for I don't care if they have live bodies at full strength. It doesn't matter. You can just pick up a part, and I think Kyler Murray's going to do it again. And DeAndre Hopkins. So damn good, and the volume is so massive, so gargantuan that I think I think he gets to the century market again and finds the end zone as well. So fade or follow my over eighty nine point five yards for D Hop. Oh yeah, this is a slam dunk. He was you know ten catches on twelve targets against Seattle last time. It was so easy playing catch between Murray and Hopkins in that game in Seattle. They they give the cushion. They don't like to give up the big play. And DeAndre Hopkins is fine. I'll come out to you, and then I'll go back to the ball and, and just make you know ten catches. I don't need to have just like four or five big chunk plays. I'll I'll take ten you know medium sized plays, and that's that's how he does it. And it's so easy uh, for him in this offense. He's just so talented, and this offense loves to chuck it and loves to play fast. It works out 
and it'll definitely work out against Seattle. So way over. Yep. Get all your action you can on DeAndre Hopkins. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Fantasy Fast Track. Please follow Brandon Funston and his fantastic work at The Athletic. And follow him on Twitter at Brandon Funston. You can follow me at Noisy Huevos. And check out FTNDaily.com, FTNFantasy.com, and FTNBets.com. And use that promo code Evans, E-B-A-N-S, to get 10% off your subscription today. Drop us a rating and a review. Would you kindly enjoy what should be a glow? Glorious matchup uh, between Arizona and Seattle on Thursday Night Football. And until next time, adios, amigos!